What's up? Welcome in. Happy Monday on the CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Everybody have a good weekend on DraftKings? No. I did not. No. no the I word is one in three, no. but I do love you, DraftKings, and I'm really annoyed top of the line as it's all a blur right now. Oh, yeah, Jacksonville. You went one and three. What does that make me? Makes you three and one, you pain in the ass. We'll <laughs> <laughs> just skip that. Pointer outer of when you win bets on DraftKings and everywhere else. Congratulations. Good job. Good job. Good job, Adam. Well, I didn't actually bet them all. Did you bet any of them? Yeah, uh, did you? <laughs> I did do Bengals money line. You know, I, I have adopted the Bengals. They are my team. I'm an idiot. I don't know why I didn't do that. Like, I knew they were going to win that game, and yet, yeah. like, Sunday morning, I'm just sitting there going, I, I have no clue what's going to happen. I'm clueless. I'm just not going to do that. I'm going to bet, like, random, you know, player props and try and win that way, and that did not work at all. Yeah, that was – I thought with the spreads, most of these games this weekend were really hard to call. I mean, mm-hmm. um, and even the Jags half. I, I mean, like, the Jags got a saying? great backdoor cover. Thank you, Doug Peterson. <laughs> right at the very end, could have gone for it. Kicked uh, the field goal. Yeah, great coach's what cover. Is he, is he seven and or eight? No, now in the, in the I, against the spread in playoffs. I think he's seven and oh, or is eight. Is he? Now. I yeah. I I was so pissed. I was so I was getting ready to text Carm one Hogue nothing. I was. <laughs> I mean, I was like that tweet was done. Oh, with that one. Yeah. Well, then you should have bragged after the Eagles game. I'm not. You I can't, that one. can't brag one and one. Okay. One and one's nothing. <laughs> yeah. One and zero. Oh, I'm like on my way to four and zero, oh, but it didn't happen. What's up, Mubs? Just like the Bears were on their way to a five game winning streak. That actually yeah. never, never even started. Never happened. <laughs> 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 but I, I was feeling that W. I was feeling UKC. The Bengals game. I felt that was the one I felt incredibly strong about because I really felt like they were going to win and they were getting five. The the spread. This is not hindsight because you guys know I said all this last week. I, I, I did not understand it. Like anybody who's been watching the Bills, uh, both of these teams, the Bills have had something wrong with them. The Josh, Josh Allen, I love Josh elbow. Allen. Something's wrong with his freaking shoulder or his elbow, man. Elbow. Yep. He basic like it would not surprise me if tomorrow came out. Yeah, he needs a Tommy John surgery. Like like he said he was playing with the sprained elbow. And he just hasn't been the same guy. He's turning the ball over like crazy. So just in a one-on-one, do I trust Joe Burrow or Josh Allen more right now? It's Joe, Joe Burrow, Burrow every day. And then on top of that, you know, I I, I thought that you you look at just how these teams – I thought the the Dolphins game, the, the Bills-Dolphins game, which was a few weeks ago, I think even before they played the Bears, was that Saturday night game where it was snowing. Mm-hmm. That was a huge red flag. To me, for many reasons, like they should have demolished the Dolphins, and they needed like it was t- way too close. And then on top of that, it was sort of a warning sign that this team isn't built to play in the snow, which is like this is an indoor track crazy. team. It's not, it's not gutted out in the snow. And I honestly, God, didn't even know it was going to snow until yesterday. They started like pregame. They started showing it, and I was like, oh, this is a snow game. I love the Bengals even more. Amazing optics. It's exactly how a, f- a pro football NFL. And AFC divisional, and it looked championship. Great. It, looked it, was, cool. it was just, it was awesome. It felt, but actually, both of the games yesterday felt like the nineties. That's like an interesting. Bills in the snow, cold. Just the Forty yeah. ers Cowboys matchup. Forty ers Cowboys. Yeah, the Bills, yeah. Bills choking. It's very nineties of them. Bills and Cowboys choking. I was I in the, Cow- the Cowboys were good in the nineties. Yeah, but they've they've choked ever since. 
I was invited to Lincoln Station on Lincoln Avenue, which is a Bills bar to watch the game. Also a bar for people a half your age, I'd say. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Why were so, you there? So <laughs> I like the guy who invited me. <laughs> That's a good reason. Okay. So we'll go. start there. The great Phil Blue invited me. So I said, sure. I get there a little bit earlier than he gets there, but I'm still like mid first quarter. So the place, it, it, they're down 14 nothing. The place is. I, I couldn't believe what I was walking into. Like, you could not move. Somebody had to leave the bar for me to get in. Jeez. I walk in. I'm like, this is not my scene at all. 1,000%. I'd rather be in a bar by myself than in here. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say to, to our Bills fans out there who are also Bears fans or who just watched the show, like my guy Patrick, who I ran into in there, he was like, who basically, I've never gotten a better CHGO greeting. Carm, I watch the show every day at noon. You Sweet. guys make my day. Oh, that, thank you so much, Patrick. It was great to meet you. But I was literally like, I was texting like, can we go literally anywhere else? But, by, but after like 10 minutes of sitting in the Lincoln Station, and Bill's fans, to your point, by the way, Hogue, a little bit to your point at least, they're down 14 nothing, and, and I'm watching this. I'm like, you're going to lose. This game is, you're, mm -hmm. you're not coming back, even when they were creeping closer. And they were like, I just kept on hearing. I'm not nervous. I'm not nervous at all. Like, they, they thought they were the better team all day long. They did not own what had been happening. So many people picked the Bills to be in the Super Bowl slash win the Super Bowl. And that was, a, that, that was just the Bengals were better from the start to the finish. But that was an unbelievable experience. At, I mean, these, they sing that song, the Bills make me yeah. want to shout mm -hmm. the whole thing. I'm like, this is, I mean. Shout out to Papa Hogue, by the way, for uh – Four for four, Papa Hug. Rubbing it in that he even outdid me. Way to go, wow, Papa Hug. There you go. Congratulations. Uh, it, it's it's not uh, it's not as good as Bear Down Chicago Bears, but it's pretty damn good. Uh, the Bills fans are awesome. I mean, <laughs> they even showed it at one point in the game, which was cool, like the link between the Bills and Bengals, because remember there was the Andy Dalton game a few years ago where he like basically threw a Hail Mary and it beat the – Oh, that's right, yeah. It, they beat the Ravens, which got the Bills in the playoffs for the mm -hmm. first time in, like, 16 years. And then they donated $4 million I mean, to Andy Dalton's yes. charity. I'm telling Bills you, these people are insane. Yeah, no. Like, it's, like they, 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 one of them was looking at me. He was like, are, are you – like, I'm like, you guys are – like, right before half, before the Hail Mary, I was like, you're fine, you're fine. He looks, looks at me. He's like, are, are, you, are you a Bills fan? No. I'm not a Bills fan, and I'm in your bar, and I know I don't belong. <laughs> and, but I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm on Team Buffalo right now. I'm rooting for you guys. But they were like, where's your jersey? Where's your Bill's underwear? Are you wearing Bill's socks? Did you grow up in Buffalo? Do you like Buffalo? None of that, dude. I eat, I have a combo, hot and sweet, and bear down. But I'm here for you because we're in Chicago, Bill's fan. Yep. Um, Rise and shine, Bill's fans. What's up, Braggs? <laughs> who's the, who's the bra Braggs of Bill's nation? There are a lot of them. <laughs> there are multiple. There, there are so many brags. Any it, any guy who ends up in a table, through a table. Yeah, that's brags. brags. That'd be a brags. If Braggs was a Bills fan, <laughs> he would have, like, a stack of, like, 50 tables in his garage just to break. Here's I think they're one. crazier than us. Oh, I think oh, they are, too. Yeah, they're definitely no more of, like, um, they're more of, like, a college fan base. It's, it's like more of like it's a good, club to be yep. in. I feel like, which good for them, man. What do they have? What do they have in Buffalo? Right, this is it. Snow. I get it. Snow Lots and the Sabers. The Sabers. Did I once had a? I thought I was getting a radio job in Buffalo for two hundred dollars a week to to do updates on 
whatever radio station is sports radio out there. And I was going to take it because I'm an idiot. And uh, <laughs> and I'm like sitting there like, if you move here, dude, you have to become a Bills and a Sabres fan. That just sucks. I mean, what it, Bills fans, that's a, that's a good existence there. But mm-hmm. like the Bills and the Sabres, so I get it why they love Very the Bills. Limited. Guys, I know we've been talking highly about the Bills, but this season to me is such a massive disappointment. I, I put in our notes like little Bills rant here. Like the last year, go back to the overtime like changes that have happened. It's because of that Bills Chiefs game, right? Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, Josh Allen didn't get a chance this season. Like you were highlighting there, Adam, like there were games where the Bills just didn't look right. And then what I guess made me the most mad in that Cincinnati game last night is that they were just out physical by the yeah. Cincinnati, um, both sides of the ball. And it's the, like you guys said, the scene was yeah. set. It was snowing. It was like the lights were there. You're at home. DeMar Hamlin's there. DeMar, everything is set, and you come out flat. You never lead that game. You never really had a chance. And I'm thinking, like, damn it. Adam's going to be right on these picks because <laughs> I thought we had it right here, Mark, but just ended, we had didn't no end up happening. We had no Wasn't chance in that one. It was 14 nothing, and Romo was like – it was still like late first quarter, and he it's, was like – Felt done. Jim, I don't like where this is going. Mm-hmm. I don't feel good for the Bill. And you could kind of just feel it. I just felt like, really, if you looked at those two teams since the start of November, the Bengals have been the better team. Then you have um, the quarterback matchup. And I think Joe Burrow has just been a better quarterback than Josh Allen as of late. And I still love both of them going forward. If, that's, if I'm the Bills, I still feel great about Josh Allen. But something hasn't been right there. Um, and then, honestly, I thought it was just a complete overreaction. If you Both of these teams didn't play well, right, last week? But look at the mm-hmm. matchups, man. And I said this last week on the show when we previewed the games. I give the Bengals a pass for struggling against the Ravens' defense. It's a division rival. It's probably the best defense in that division. And if you're going to tell me which, is, which I would rather go up against, the Ravens' defense or the Bills' defense, I'm going to say the Bills' defense every single day. No it, question. It was just it, – it, it didn't – now, Joe Burrow was freaking awesome yesterday. And Joe they took Burrow, a touchdown away from him, too. Well, don't Jamar get me Chase. started on that. Should we do that right now? <laughs> since you, We're talking – I would love to do that right now since it just came up Bill's right now, and, and that sucked, and the NFL needs to be better. It, we – I thought we were past this catch or no catch thing. I it was the dumbest rule that existed for, like, 10 years – and a few years ago, they finally changed it, and they took away all this nonsense about, like, yeah, you have to control the ball all the way out of bounds. You have to run to the concession stand and hold on to the ball the whole time, get some food, and then if you drop it at any point, though, then it's an incomplete pass. Like, it was, the rules were so dumb, and they fixed it. And now it's pretty damn simple. If you <laughs> catch the ball, you have two feet down, and then you make at least some type of football move, which if you've watched games, all these Referee analysts or the league, even when they come out with their stupid videos, say a third foot down is the equivalent of a football move. So yesterday, Jamar Chase has one, two, three feet down and turns towards the crowd, then goes out of bounds and loses it. And all of a sudden, now that's not a catch? But didn't lose it. He never touched the ground. I mean, he bobbled it, but like it was still on his person. That is a catch. <laughs> it's a catch. They're try, he's trying to strip the ball out of his hands. He, he had to, you know, the, give the defender credit, move the ball a little bit, but he never dropped it. Yeah. 
but, but on top of that, even before he went to the ground, he had three feet in and tor- turned towards the crowd. It That has been, but this is really the crux of the problem to me. That has been a catch in every single game for the last at least two seasons, and especially this entire year. And now you're just going to change it in the playoffs? That's why people believe the game is rigged. I don't think it's rigged, but that's why pe- the plays like that are why people believe it's rigged and why people all weekend were like, the NFL wants to see Chiefs Bills in Atlanta, which is a whole other topic mm-hmm. I think we're going to discuss at some point. They want to see this. It's, it's like a big conspiracy. Well, plays like that, when it's been a catch all year long and now all of a sudden it's not a catch, that's why people think it's rigged. About five minutes before that play happened, my buddy texted me. He's like, hey, I'm feeling good about a Jamar Chase second touchdown on this drive. I'm like, all right, dude, bet it. Bet five bucks, ten bucks. And they had it, and then he took it away, and then he was sad. It's like, come on, man. I'm Sorry, Jimmy. That sucks, Jimmy. I feel bad for you, too. And for the record, I knew that they were going to overturn it, and I knew that I was going to tweet. This is the dumbest rule, or in your <laughs> the way you're looking at just the understanding of the rule. I just don't understand how somehow along the way we just lost common sense. He, and I got it, Briggs. I got it. The ball was a little bit jarred, but he had it in his two hands. It doesn't matter. They, they, they've said a million times on these, the ball can move as long as you maintain control of it. He had control. Milano got his hand on it, and it wiggled a little bit, but he had it in right. his hands all the way going to the ground while getting three feet down. That's a catch. At a minimum, it's needs to stand because it's not conclusive evidence. It's slightly moved, which we could we could move this into an uncomfortable territory that's in my head weirdly right now that I won't go to. But a slight movement does not mean that you're ready for the full movement, if you will. You we need like like that that is that's come on man there they're playing football and he's I'm 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 making sure I have the ball in my in my arms, on my belly, on my leg, anywhere so it doesn't touch the ground and I've got it and he had it. It's just annoying. And then outside of that, it's like we're going to sit here for a minute, two minutes, three minutes. I'm going to get bumped 7,000 times at the Lincoln Station because there's 800 people in here. Move the, let's move along here, team. Ball's a catch. Touchdown. Whoa. Since you were with a bunch of Bills fans, what were they saying? Oh, they were so happy. They no, were, I know. But were they – because they're, a lot – They're, they're, they're going to overturn it. They, at, first they, they, at first they didn't buy it, and then they were like, they're going to overturn it, they're going to overturn it, and then they basically played the Bills are going to make me want to shout song. Okay, were yeah. there at least – were there three people at this bar that said that it's, it's a, a touchdown? Catch? No. <laughs> None of them? No, did? no, 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 no. What no, about no, Mark on the fumble? Okay. I on take the, back anything I said about Bills fans. <laughs> Do you remember the the strip sack fumble that was called not a fumble by Josh Allen? It looked like yeah. he was kind of just pushing the ball. Yeah, At that, yeah. I, I'm surprised that got overturned. Yeah, not well, and then the, the, the other one too, uh, the Patrick Mahomes fumble, or th- not fumble, where he 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 sees the defender at the last second. Oh, and then he like, and he tries to stop throwing it, and it just and it just. He what that was so my a, problem with that is I think it was an incomplete pass, but why is it not intentional grounding? Yeah, exactly. the ball lands and 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 every time we see that I never understand why it's not the ball went nowhere near a receiver. You can't just throw the ball down in front of you two feet, and that's how's that not intentional grounding? He didn't mean to throw it; he dropped <laughs> it. That is a fumble in my mind, but I I, I, I would accept intentional grounding. But that's my point. Like, okay, technically, because I agree with you, I don't think he meant to. Throw it, but mm-hmm. he did throw it forward. He so dropped it. Is it. Technically, an incomplete pass. <laughs> no receiver. But then, in the area. shouldn't He's it be? Like, 
intentional grounding. Like, he should be penalized somehow for that. Nope. I hated that call. And then I was, I, and then I hated the fact that I was talking about it on Twitter because then all these Chiefs fans are coming over the top on me. I would like to think at some point when things don't go for your football team, Bears, Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, whoever the hell ever, we can like just be calm for one second. But that's like an impossibility, apparently. Can't happen. At Can't least in happen. the Twitter world. Well, not no. in the playoffs. <laughs> I know Bears fans don't really know about that, but yeah, not on Twitter. Come on, yeah. not on Twitter. Cesspool. Mm-hmm. Twitter's not the place for logic. I mean, but like the guy that was coming at me, Kyle Haas, I used to work with him at six ten in Kansas City. He's like, "What's up? What's wrong with you, Carm?" I'm like, you just settle down, Haas. Come on, buddy. That that is a fumble all day long. At least it should be. Let, let's talk real quick about the uh, the Forty ers Cowboys game last night. Um, all right, this is where I'm going to really make people unhappy. Keep going, because this I don't. Of the four remaining teams, because last week we played this game, which teams would still want Justin Fields to be their quarterback over what they currently have? I still think there's an. I still think if you put True Serum into Kyle Shanahan, he would take Justin Fields over Brock Purdy right mm-hmm. now. I would, tend, but I, I I think it's a debate. I would tend to agree. Jump in here on this one, Nick. But I just. I did my Brock Purdy, Justin Fields Uh-oh. comparison and contrast this morning. That's how I spent my morning. I don't know what you guys were doing. Who do you think has more starts combined, NFL and college? Uh, Purdy was at Iowa State for yeah, a long Purdy, time. Yeah, Purdy, wasn't he a four-year starter? Purdy was a four-year starter. Yeah, yeah, he played at Iowa State. They don't have anyone else. I think Iowa beat him every single he time. Came, hold on. Damn right. Purdy, Purdy came in as a freshman. He was a third-string quarterback. He ended, up, he ended up starting his freshman year. That's an impressive accomplishment. He went on to start 46 games in college. You know how many times? You know how many field starts there were? This, by the way, almost speaks to Fields being better down the line because he has such less experience. 46 to 20. You want to guess? Um... It's just college or just college. Twenty four, about twenty five. Twenty two. So you had twenty four more starts in college. Okay. That's two full seasons. I mean, yeah. it's significant. Uh, and then he started eight games in the NFL. Now Fields has started twenty five. So Purdy's played in fifty four. If you combine the two to forty seven. All I'm and, and I'm I'm only m- making this point more so than anything else. Like, look, the guy was the last person drafted. You were taking Jatiri Carter, and uh, not just the Bears, all over mm-hmm. the place. This dude, if you go back and look what he did, he he, he was he was awesome in college. He he, oh, I oh mean, four against the Hawkeyes. What's oh that? Zero oh and four against the Hawkeyes. Go Hawks. Zero oh and four against who? Our, the, the, the school Iowa you went Hawkeyes. To. Okay, that's fine. Oh, that's, great, great. He lost to Iowa. He was playing for Iowa State. The the he he hold on. I I somehow my notes just got jumbled here. I got to pull this back up. But he he. I just don't understand how he he drops all the way to he's he, his freshman year. He was a third string dude. Then he gets in there. He throws sixteen. Okay, touch. we don't need Brock, Brock Purdy's the Iowa State history. guy though. But like, dude, he was he was a three time All Big Twelve quarterback, thirty two school records, and you're telling me that that dude's available? And you've got Trevor Simeon and and Nick Foles and and Nathan Peterman, and it's the seventh <laughs> round, and you don't want to take a spin on somebody who I agree that, with you I agree with you I mean it's like it's just bizarre to me 
Hello, uh, this dude is pretty damn ass accomplished at a very at the most important position in a pretty good conference. Like he's got some significant wins over big time schools. Yeah, and, and then and then you watch him. It's like, eh, guy's pretty damn good. Now, now, now here's here's the thing though. If Brock Purdy is Justin Fields' backup this year, and he comes in, and he has to face the Jets. Brock Purdy might be dead. Don't. A lot of death has been talked about yeah, because, the studio. Yeah, yeah. Because, because I'm sorry, but Brock Purdy is not doing this with the Bears defense and offensive line and wide receiver. That is a really good football team around him. It's an excellent system. He's Situation a, matters. I would make the argument right now, I don't think there's another team in the NFL that Brock Purdy would be doing this with than the 49ers. All credit to him for doing it. Mm-hmm. But you cannot tell me that Kyle Shanahan... Dude. Wouldn't take Justin Fields right now and plug him into this same exact situation, and they would have a better, uh, they would have a much better chance to beat the Eagles this week, in my opinion. Uh, let, let, let me just say this, and I, 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 I get it, Chad, that he can't move. He's not the only quarterback in the NFL that can't move. He actually can move, and that's been something John Lynch has talked yeah. about. That it, that surprised them how much he can move. Yeah, and and all I'm saying is that it's absurd that. <laughs> He went where he went, considering his performance. That I, you can't really argue against it. But I would also point out, he goes through his progressions better than Fields does right now. You cannot tell me that he doesn't. He he hits George Kittle uh, on that deep ball, who was not who was the fourth option on the play. He's poor man's Tua Tungavailoa is what he is. He mm. he 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 actually throws with good anticipation. He does read the defense, but he's got physical limitation. He's He's in a perfect spot. This is great for him. But it's there's still a ceiling there. I'm telling you. I I believe you. Do you you like his chances against the Eagles this week? No. Because here's the weird thing. No, I I picked the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl and lose to the Bengals. And despite what Brock Purdy's doing, I feel less confident about it now than I did a a week ago. Well, I mean, the Eagles are going to be in that ass. On <laughs> what did you just say? Yeah. <laughs> I said they're going to be in that ass. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad it wasn't me. <laughs> the uh, the camera a, was on me while those words came out. Yeah. It wasn't my mouth talking. <laughs> Sorry, that was me. There's a, that's, a, that's a Michael Felder term. He's a college football guy, podcaster. We used to say that when we, we would play basketball. Like, I was always good on defense, guarding something. You got to be in that ass playing defense. All the way up yeah, at That's man. two. That's yeah. where they're going to I just be. say, I'm going to play tight defense. <laughs> different ways it's all the same meaning just different ways of saying it yeah it, it's hard to feel so confident I'm, I'm you know i'm more hip i guess there you I'm, go i'm with yeah, the kids I'm like lawrence i did not <laughs> actually i did expect that. crystal what's up we're getting away from this conversation um <laughs> what, it's what hard to it's super hard. chat up in there it was up there a second ago yeah we had a couple i'll, I'll throw them back up here for it. no yeah let's do it we got uh i would just our guy the duke what up duke sorry carm you're gonna have to be quiet here no you're good Okay, yes. Uh, 9.99 for the Duke. Thank you, Duke. Uh, the Cowboys' last play rivals the Colts' Pat McAfee play for the worst play ever. Yeah, that oh, last yeah. play was this, hilarious. This stuff is. What are they even doing? Like, I mean, watching Zeke get f- trucked was <laughs> yeah. amazing. But see here, this he speaks. Sucked. This this again speaks to the coaching advantage the 49ers had last night. Okay, they line up in it, and the 49ers call timeout, and D'Amico Ryan's on the sideline going, "Okay." Probably never seen this before, but still, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. We're good. The Cowboys come back out, line up in the same thing, and the and the 49ers just immediately tackle the guy. I, I laughed 
so hard. My son was like, what's so funny? And I was like, that was just the funniest play of all time. Yeah, we're going to blow up Zeke. <laughs> we're gonna, you're not going to move an inch, and the game's going to be over. But outside of that, the Cowboy defense was giving San Francisco all sorts of trouble. Mm-hmm. And then whatever adjustments were made, that was over. And Dallas had no counter. Couldn't stop them. I mean, they only scored one touchdown, but yeah. Yeah, but just, they were moving the ball. They were moving the ball. Um, they had the kicker advantage, which I thought was... If you ever, Guys, if you ever need to see a football game where your kicker matters more than just physically making the kicks, think <clears> about <throat> the decisions the Cowboys had to make in that game yeah, true, true. versus the 49ers having one second on the clock and being able to kick a field goal right before halftime, which I thought was a huge play in the game. It was, yep. Um, after was. Brock Purdy, your guy, almost actually cost him there by holding it onto the ball too long. That, that was a, that was a bad job by Shannon. Why? Like, what are you doing? Just kick like the field. Eight seconds left. Seven. Whatever. Then He's you got a rookie know, quarterback. Like, yeah, that was any quarterback's got to know. Bam or out of bounds. That's it. Not hold on to the ball. That was bad. But, but you're, you're you're okay. You're putting trust in a rookie quarterback. You're putting trust in the receiver to get out of bounds. You, what, what's the risk reward here? Three yards. Well, they got it. Well. Yeah, but for, you got to remember, Robbie Gold, for as good as he is, doesn't have the the, the biggest leg and never really has. All right, Daniel Trump here, uh, $10. That 49ers game was bizarre. I didn't anticipate the strength of the 49ers defense. Defense really can take over games when the offense is pretty good and can run. The Bears should emulate this. I mean, look. Frank Warner is an absolute monster. Like, I know. Frank Ro- or Fred? Fred, sorry. Frank. I don't know who Frank, Frank Warner is. Fred Warner. Fred Warner. Yeah. Frank's good, too. You would have yeah. gotten away with that with me, Nick, for the record. <laughs> I like the way I said it. But well, he, how did you spell Saquon yeah, this morning? Say, spelled Not Saquon. correctly. <laughs> I don't even know how I spelled it. Would I do A-N-Q-U-A-N? A-N was the problem. Yeah. Oh, my bad, yeah. Saquon. I, listen, that doesn't mean we don't want you here. Which we, Price we is right. To, Saquon's a big uh, supporter of 22Q. There we go. Come on. Yeah. All due respect, Daniel. Appreciate the super chat. But... If you didn't anticipate the strength of the 49ers defense, dude, these guys have been Tearing lights out all season. And, you know, them and the Bengals, to me, are the two best teams. How they've played since the start of November, mm-hmm. I just give the quarterback advantage to Joe Burrow in that situation. Now, 12 if, in a row. If the, if the Eagles are back on track... They are. I, it, we, I'm nervous. Jalen Hurts was out for however many weeks. Like, they got hurt. But what Daniel just brought up there... That's the equalizer, man. Uh, yeah. The Eagles are not going to put up. What's the over-under going to be in this game? I don't know. I haven't looked at it 38? yet. 38? That's my guess. It's got to be 43 at least, 45. I'd be surprised if the teams. Eagles score more than 24 points tops in hmm. that game. It's, it's going to be good. 45 and a half. If you were able to build. Good call, Carm. 45 and a half? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a, yeah. If you were to build a team. They could beat this Eagles team. I think it's the 49ers. I really do. Uh, so many playmakers on offense. They can get after the quarterback. And the thing with Purdy, he didn't, he didn't have, like, a costly mistake in that game. Like, it was almost at the end of the half, but no interceptions, nothing like that. And if you could play clean, sound football with that 49ers team, you're, you're going to be in every single game. You have to win the Super Bowl. You know who was looking incredibly smooth uh, over the weekend? Yeah, it's, you're right, Nick. It was Brock Purdy. That's because he never understood why sunglasses were so damn oh, expensive. Oh, wow. Yep, that's, that's Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy setting out to change the world, even if he doesn't know it. 
Uh, that's right. Shady Rays is where you need to go for premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity. The, as they put it, substantial durability. Not just durable, substantially durable. And the styles are catered to everyone with every lifestyle. Jake Flanagan, our leader and, and director, who's walking with some delicious Goose Island right now, perhaps, uh, would look great in a Shady Rays <laughs> Always does, actually. Hogue. I, I feel like I want to clarify that. Jake Flanagan is not walking around the office at 1230 in the afternoon with a goose island. He He's happened the to, cooler. Right, but you may, it sounded like you said our boss was just walking around drinking at 1230. What's wrong with that? It, uh, I got no problem show. with that. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify that he was just carrying around this awesome cooler and moving it around right, the fine. office. No one's drinking here. We're all very professional. I mean, we've never, we never would drink at noon except for last week when we were Drinking at noon. Are you <laughs> drinking at noon right now? What do you got over there? Is, is this a Shady Ray's ad? This is a Shady Ray's oh. ad. Yeah, but, but Nick, who knows what type of weird chemically infused. This is good for you. That's it's not green good. Energy. That's not, that's not he good has the wackiest energy drinks. Camu Camu. Huh? Camu Camu? Yes. I don't know what it is, but it's good for you, I think. I don't think it's good for you. Uh, you know what the best part about Shady Rays is? That you can wear them with whatever he's drinking, but they have the, great, the greatest insane protection program in all of eyewear. Lost, broken. If you lose it, you break it. You just sit on it for the fun of it. They will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. I'm telling you, you want to become a Shady Rays customer. You want to do it now. Drop it in the lake, off a cliff. Throw it at a Bills fan because you're jealous of them. It's... Uh, it's where you want to be. Uh, by the way, Shady Ray is also giving 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed, which is awesome. So think about that, too, when you buy your sunglasses. Exclusively for you, our value listener, Shady Ray is running their deepest deal of the season. Use the code CHGO, 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. Buy one, get one free, two pairs, 54 bucks. Redeem that only at ShadyRays.com, where you can find all their newest and best shades. You know, it's a good combo there, Mark. Shady Rays and Chi-Town Cornhole. Hells yes. The number one cornhole provider for Chicagoland and Illinois since 2007. Their signature box style design can be digitally printed, covered in vinyl, and painted. Their cornhole boards come in with built-in drink holders recessed in on the back LEDs that light up for the whole exterior. For when you're drinking in the office at noon. Yeah, perfect. Perfect <laughs> if you're drinking in the office at noon. Uh, light up in the whole exterior handles for easy carrying and handcrafted scorekeepers. Veteran-owned and operated Chi-Town Cornhole can ship anywhere and offer local pickups. And they specialize in corporate designs for your company's next marketing or social event, wedding gifts, and gifts for all occasions, especially for tailgaters and backyard barbecues. Check out their website, ChiTownCornhole.com, and make sure to follow them on Instagram at Chi-Town Custom Cornhole Boards. Yo, 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 yo. Yes, you, so should we talk Saquon? Or what do you got over there? Saquon? No, I, I was actually just looking at these free agents that are available. Let's start with the Giants. Um, you know, I assume you guys don't want to sign Daniel Jones. I don't. No. Okay. Saquon Barkley. We talked about this a little bit last week. You make the big splash on Saquon? I'm getting more excited about it by the minute myself. Because um, I think it's when you look at the landscape... He may be the most dynamic dude you could get in here without having to trade picks that they don't want to trade. And he and I look at the Niners and I see Christian McCaffrey and I think to myself, well, that could be a formula. You also look at 
I don't know. Uh, a lot of these games, San Francisco's winning with defense, right? Uh, I mean, the Eagles put up 38, but they're partly doing it with defense. And even KC, you've got hobbling Patrick Mahomes out mm-hmm. there, and, and they're – and by the way, Trevor Lawrence is going to be awesome. Uh, but that's – Very good. I, I don't know if it's necessarily – the Bears' formula is going to be outscoring teams, and you have a guy like Saquon, you can control the clock. So I'm going, I'm, I'm open. Okay. If David Montgomery, obviously, you decide what happens there. Like I could see why the Bears would spend money on a running back. I wonder how that would be perceived, though. I know you're getting another good football oh. player, which the Bears would love to have. But getting, let's see, we have Hendricks here. Why would Poles pay Saquon at a higher price than what we could pay Monty? Come on, Hendricks. Because he's better. He's, a, he's a better player. He gives you more capabilities on offense. That's that would not, be the reason. That's not close either, by the way. It's not just better. But, well, and don't let Braggs know that I said that. He's watching. He's always watching. Yeah. Oh, no, he's not. He went back to his. Right now, Braggs is. Wearing his shady Rays lane bricks. That's yeah. right. Exactly. Uh, no, but look, I think I, I get the point in the question, though, which is like, it, okay, yeah, obviously he's better, but. Difference in price and what the value is as a running back. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I would point out is Tony Pollard getting hurt last night. You know, that was a different game, but that pretty much f the Cowboys. I thought from that point on, and they have Zeke Elliott. You know what I mean? So. This is always a tricky thing because it's like, yeah, you can always find a running back, sure, but. I don't know, man. It, they're still pretty damn important, and you can't just throw anybody in there. Especially with the Cowboys. Once Tony Pollard went out, that's like the second most explosive guy they have on that offense. It's probably CeeDee Lamb, Tony Pollard. Once he went out of the game, it just felt like it was different for the Cowboys. You're not going to rely on Ezekiel Elliott to, to do the things that he can do, especially as a pass catcher. I actually texted my, my guy, Mason West, who used to be on the Chicago Audible, about his injury. Um, and he's a physical therapist at Team Rehabilitation in Barrington, and I'm like, what is, what's the uh, timeline for, like, a fractured left fibula? He said four to six weeks to return uh, to more active stuff. Running and cutting tends to be three months, and often you see a second surgery to remove heart, uh, the, hard, the hardards, and then fibular fracture is not the worst, not weight-bearing bones, so rehab is faster. I'm still in on Tony Pollard, you guys. What he can do, what he can do for the Bears' offense, if they're going to go and pay money to a running back. What do you think Pollard gets? Yeah, if you missed it, he had that. He fractured his fibula in the game last night. What he, sucks going into free agency. So, but it could be good for the Bears as far as value, I suppose. And the number that uh, RMDY is putting on the screen, fourteen to sixty million for Saquon, is probably correct. Franchise tag, which the Giants, I would think, would bare minimum offer him, is eleven. And Christian McCaffrey got 16. So he's not going to get 16, but he's probably smack dab in the middle of those two. So would you give him, call? let's just call it 14. Let's call it five years. So that's 14 times five is, what, where am I at here? 70? 70? God, that, I'm good at math. You are. Oof. Right, so 70 and let's say 40 of it guaranteed. Is that too tall for people? Because that's probably about right where we're going to hit. For Saquon Barkley. $14 million a year for five years, $40 million guaranteed. Saquon's a bear. 
I think for me, Carm, too, if like that's the con again, hypothetically, that's the contract. Are the Bears also adding a wide receiver with this, a number one guy? Because yes, they are, but not right now because they he's not out there. You might be trading for DeAndre Hopkins, who's also not a number one, but might be the closest thing you can get right now. I don't know. He's Thirty <laughs> years old. What's going I'm on? Just happy because someone in the comments said. Zeke is a better center than a running back. <laughs> it's, just, it's pretty funny. Good job, Matthew. Ge- Matthew Gregory, you're the man. Um, that was, was actually Dan. Dan Yon Hanson. Thank yeah. you, Hanson. There was a couple Zeke jokes in there. Oh, okay. Oh well, Matthew followed up and said Zeke is a better center than Sam Mustafer. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is yeah. not fair or nice. Yeah, that's and and not true. <laughs> Damn it! He got blown up on that play. Um, that was just the weirdest play of all time. Would have been cool if it worked, though. Oh, That's yeah. one of those plays where you know when they line up, you go, this is either going to be pretty cool or it's going to be the dumbest play of it's all. It's going to look like I, that. I know. I was so excited. I was like, oh, this is fun. Something yeah. different. And then boom, it happened. And then it didn't work. See, I think I've decided it's the greatest play of all time. Mm. For entertainment value. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's no, just, did its job. I think, it's, I think we Here, should. Here's my question. If you're, who's the guy? Uh, was Turpin that uh, got blown up on the, after the catch? Who was the, who caught it? Uh, was it Turpin? I, well, whoever it is that caught it, you're you get hit immediately. Don't you just try and just throw it behind you? <laughs> he does like a. I little mean, right? It's the last. It's the last. Play, but that's right? why it was so funny because like everyone knew that's probably what the play was. They're gonna throw it short to somebody. It's gonna be like Adderall, a hook and ladder Adderall. weird thing. But and I mean, if if it's the last play, your season's ending. If it's over, like just throw it in the air as you're getting lit up. So, so did they no? help me out? Because I haven't watched it that closely. But did they? Because I was just laughing, dying, and then I put my kid to bed. So do they? Do they take Zeke out at the line, like after he snaps the ball? Yes, oh yeah, they, Zeke. They oh, yeah, immediately. Gets, okay, so I guarantee you that's what they talked about. Like they want to get the ball to Zeke. Like that's the play. Yeah. So just. Oh yeah, he ran. Oh yeah, I guarantee <laughs> you that was the play. He had no chance to even let it go of that ball. No, yeah, he got hit, and then he put he extends his arms backwards to maybe lateral, but yeah, I don't know if he would have been the first pitch or the second because you obviously can't be downfield. If you're the center, you can't go downfield, so you have to wait. But he's eligible to lateral lateral the ball to eventually. That was. Can you imagine that conversation? Who wants to absolutely kill Zeke at the line? I do. <laughs> I know. Seriously. <laughs> okay, so that gets to a question here. I, if you're the Cowboys. What do you do? Because, like, Mike McCarthy's technically been good for you from a win-loss standpoint. But it, to me, they have two interesting things. One, here's what I would do. I would go get Sean Payton. One. That's, sure. That's the first thing I would do. He's got to fix his hair. I didn't like his look on the set, but keep going. Well, first of all, I also don't think Fox has enough people on that set. How? I, I think Seriously, they had anymore. to add more. How do you get that gig? You you have six minutes of airtime. There are twelve people on that set, all making millions of dollars. How is that possible? You you could literally wake up and have one thought, go to work. You don't even need a thought. Strahan's thought yeah, was the Gronk worst was thought there. I've ever heard. He's like he's like yeah, I'm not worried about Dallas. And like, who's the who's the main host? Menifee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? They went to break. <laughs> That was it. Congrats. Millions of dollars for that thought, which wasn't even a thought. We fly you, That's a good way to get you know, paid. probably in a private jet or first class from New York to L.A. every week just to say that. Think about what he's doing, <laughs> Strahan. I mean, he just sits there and smiles for the six minutes. 
I, I will do that for half. I'll do it for t- for a tenth of the price. Yep. I, just, <laughs> I think Dal's fine. Can we bet that on DraftKings? Like, how many more people are going to be on the set next week? They just keep multiplying every <laughs> Over week. Over under 12. By the time the Super Bowl is here in a few weeks, because that's on Fox, there's going to be like a 20-person panel. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're, it's look like, like a team photo. You all are such huge names, but none of you have any thoughts. So let's just get 12 of you up yeah. here, which is not true, by the way. You could just have Jimmy Johnson up there, and he'd do fine. But for whatever reason, I guess they just think, we look, we make so much money that we could just throw 100 people on this set, <laughs> and everyone would be like, wow, look at all these people they have. They don't care what any of them say. Let's go. The, Football. The other coach you think I was going to bring up, though, because it does seem like Sean Payton might be uh, progressing in his talks with Denver would be interesting for our friends at DMVR. Um, I, and I thought this last year, if Dan Quinn's going to leave for a head coaching job, I would promote Dan Quinn to head coach if I'm the Cowboys. And, and I think everything you've done with the defense. Jerry's just not doing that, man. He doesn't do that. Mm, he had, not, he had Jason Garrett there for like eight years too yeah. long. And do you see his comments about Dak? No. What, does he love him and he wants to cuddle I, him? Listen, I, I I just can't wait till we're back in the same situation next year. I mean, I, I believe in Dak. I know that Dak is going to win us this game. Hey, Jerry. Um, Carm here. I picked the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl because I wanted a sexy pick, and I was so unbelievably excited after watching your game against the Bucks that Dak had just figured it out. And Dak just sucked yesterday. He They, they lost that game because of their quarterback. He was – he. he if he had just been average, you would have won the game. So I don't know how you can feel super comfortable about Dak after that performance at all. Now, granted, the 49ers have a great defense, and he mm-hmm. was climbing uphill, and there wasn't a lot of time. But he, but it was, he's thrown how many interceptions in the like last whatever? It's like 15 and 13 or yeah, something like I, that. He's he, an interception machine. Yeah, he's tied with been. Davis Mills for most interceptions in the regular it's, season. It's, by the way, it's now 27 seasons for the Cowboys. Prescott leads the NFL interceptions with 15. That's, by the way, he missed five games this year because of that fractured right thumb. That's saying something. Uh, so throw that in there. They need more weapons, too. Like, I, I get it, CeeDee Lamb, but I don't know. Are you going to keep Tony Pollard? Like, they also need just more weapons out there. Yeah. Like, uh, Mike McGlinchey's name's coming up a bunch in the comments here. And, of course, he's an impending free agent on the 49ers. And one you get to keep watching, too, if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Shaw chiming in. Brian, uh, McGlinchey's a great run blocker with more than passable pass protection. Would love him at right tackle. Certainly worked out well for the 49ers. Uh, did anyone see Micah Parsons toss him like a ragdoll? Well, yeah. Mike, Micah Parsons? That was amazing. <laughs> My, Micah Parsons. Um, Does that to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, but that was a Khalil Mack move, man. That mm. was, when he did that, I was like, that's what Mack did in 18. I think the Riley Reef at one point. Reef, he did that to Wurfs. Think about being that oh, strong. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah. going to lift up a guy who's 70 pounds heavier than me and throw him in the middle of a football game when I'm exerting energy on every single play. Get them out of here. That was, I mean, that was a really <laughs> impressive. Good for them for getting Michael Parsons. He's awesome. Who is the Bears, Michael Parsons, after they trade down multiple times? Let's all sing it together. That's a story for another show. I didn't know the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, I never heard that song. <laughs> Let's get to a couple more super chats here. Um, Jimmy Tony, go ahead, Lawrence. He says, "If we roll with Herbert and Ebner next year, how would you feel if Herbert gets hurt?" 
an emoji of someone vomiting. Would Poles draft a running back on day two? And, and that get, that gets see. I think these are. It's a good question. <clears throat> and again, this gets back to why I think at a minimum you re-sign David Montgomery. Yeah, at some point you got to stop creating more holes. Mm-hmm. And like, if you don't bring back Montgomery, you have to. You can't. You can't go forward with Herbert Ebner. You cannot. You, you just no. can't. And so you gotta have to use a draft pick now. Mm-hmm. So there's draft capital getting used on a guy you can just sign that you know is good enough to get the gritty yards and not going to cost you a ton. He, he ain't getting $10 million a year to the prior chat, I don't think. I'd be surprised. Montgomery? Yeah. I don't think he will get that out there either. But even if he did, I would pay it, I think. He's mm. part of a trio of him, Herbert, and Fields that led the league in rushing too. I mean, they obviously work in tandem in Luke Getz's offense, but like – like you, I'm not a fan of creating holes for a team that already has a bunch of them on offense the, everywhere you look. So it's like a slice of alpine lace. See, you're That's not a giving Swiss cheese joke for anyone. You're not else. giving David Montgomery ten million a year. No way. You wouldn't you rather pay Pollard? Wouldn't you rather pay, wouldn't you rather go f- whatever you need to go up to get Saquon at that point? I think it just depends on on the market and what they all. Mm-hmm. David Montgomery. I'm, also, I'm not giving him $10 million. I'll take him here on a, all day long, but not for that. Yeah, I, That's a lot of dough, bro. A lot Bears, of dough. Bears got a lot of dough. A lot of dough. Dough, bro. They got plenty of dough. You got to bust one run all season long to give, for me <laughs> to give you $10 million a year. What's his longest run? 29 yeah. yards or 20 yards? I, I, yeah. I'm not giving you $10 million. No, right. sir. Roll with the next Super Chat. I want to look something up. All right. This is from Ryan Burden. Uh, five bucks. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, do you trust the Bears' strength and conditioning regimen to make a big running back contract like Saquon's actually work and not be Zeke 2.0? Uh, do we trust... Like as in, yes. you know, Zeke has fallen off the yeah. cliff and they're paying him all this money. Zeke, if we pay Saquon. Zeke and Saquon are not the same. Saquon's personality is a lot safer bet. Saquon is, Saquon's a killer, man. He's a great dude. Zeke's just a little bit more of a wild card for me. Plus the fact that, like, you get, Saquon just wows you all the time. It'd be, it would be a lot of fun to watch him. That's part of my calculus on, on having him here. And I think to to answer the question, like, do we trust like the what they're gonna do to you know keep him healthy? Um, I would say yes. I mean, I don't. There weren't any major. I'm trying to think. Yeah, they're not the White season. Sox, right? I mean, I think yeah, everyone's the stays pretty much. You don't healthy. want that. Who said something about the White Sox? That was me. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger, it triggered that. They're going to play Eloy in right field this year, a couple games a week. <laughs> oh, I saw Eloy is uh, he, he made ten? MLB Network's uh, top. Top ten left fielders. Yes. Yeah, well, I don't amazing. think he's top ten left fielder on the White Sox. <laughs> <laughs> he's not playing. There. Pedro Grafal was on Inside the Clubhouse over at the Score, which I believe is on uh, fifty-two weeks of the year and is sponsored by Golden Shoes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> what I, happened to your voice? <laughs> I don't know. It just that was, it was my Bruce. But uh, oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Grafal's talking about we're going to play him in right field. What? It's well, not, that's not happening. Okay. That's the, that's that. You should fire the manager now. If that's the take. <laughs> <laughs> you can't put him in right field. Come, come on, guys. I was in a good mood. <laughs> let's <laughs> keep me in a good January. mood. Oh, God. All right. Let's hit this last uh, super chat before we do uh, whatever else is next here. <laughs> this is from 
Da Bears 85. Ooh, let me bring this up. What's happening? Okay. Here we go. 10 bucks. Thank you very much, Da Bears 85. If Payne doesn't get tagged to you, do you pick him up or see if you can get Buckner out of the Colts penetrate down situation? Because I feel it's more likely you get Carter than Anderson at four. I don't know if that all, all those words make sense in that order, but <laughs> I think I get the gist of it. Yeah. Um, that's a big decision. I mean, I feel like it's been overlooked is that the Bears are going to have to make their f- free agency decision before the draft mm-hmm. decision. And so, in some ways, they're going to want to know what's the most realistic trade down scenario in the draft. Right. And, and who they can get between those two players. Because, like, to me, the worst case scenario is you. You don't address three technique in free agency, hoping you get Carter, but then you move down the four and you don't get Carter because he could go to the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, like that's that's a gamble. I don't know that you can afford to take. I. That's where it's a little tricky. It is tricky um, to answer the question about pain, though. I I like the idea of just spending money on pain. Instead of also, like, you, I guess the, the question is, if you're, trade, if you're acquiring Buckner from the Colts, it's probably in that draft trade, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, I don't know. Just trades, you end up giving more assets where it's where you just spend money in free agency. It's money, right? Too, like, the Bears are going to have to evaluate, like, a lot of draft experts are saying there's more capable guys at edge rusher than there are at the three-tech. So, once you come down to whatever trade-down scenario happens – you have to weigh that into your consideration when what you're doing in free agency. Like you're gonna go get it, Buckner or Deron Payne or however that would work. You also got to think, what am I gonna get it for if in a trade down scenario? So either one of those guys makes a defensive line a hell of a lot better. So if they have an option, you know, I, I'd be you know more than happy for the Bears to take one of those guys to upgrade that, that front seven. My draft epiphany of the weekend was that the Colts and the Texans like different quarterbacks. The Bears somehow find that out so they can do the one to two and know that and somehow know who the Texans are taking. And they can tell the Colts, look, they're taking Will Levis. You can still get your QB, whoever you want. You can have Young. You can get Stroud, whatever. So let's do this trade because somebody else wants it too. So let's do this one to two, two to four thing. Let's get all the picks and still get the guy that we want. <laughs> How about that dream scenario? I mean, it's definitely a fever dream, but sure. Pretty we'll good. We'll take it. I had it like 2 a.m. Saturday into Sunday. I thought it was pretty good. Oh, <laughs> Poppy the puppy and I were in a solid cuddle, and uh-huh. that's what happened. Uh-huh. I love that you're dreaming about draft trades at 2 a.m. <laughs> hey. I'm definitely not. Really? No, 24 no. I think once in a Come while on. you definitely are thinking This football. time of year I'm dreaming about, you know, being in 80-degree weather on a boat or something. Nice. I mean, I just went to Florida for three days and it was 40 degrees, so I do need <laughs> another vacation. I <laughs> See, I am, I am of the opinion that you have every right in the world to complain about that. 40. That's yeah, that's BS, man. Come on, man. You're gonna, I, you're gonna forty me, Florida. You got forty. Me. I was in. Can't Key, even get a sixty-two. I was in Key West the last week of March once, and it was in the sixties, and I was like, "That's, that's right. bullshit." This too. is bullshit, man. <laughs> I'm I'm basically Cuba, and it's the last week of March. There shouldn't be any of this like sixty degree crap. I love the Keys. Only been once, but I love the it was Keys. A good spot. Um, real quick before we get to the last super chat, four teams. 
two conference championship games and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, counting down to Super Bowl 57. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Not a new customer, you can feel the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot at an even bigger NFL payout. Boost your winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Um, we've been telling you about all these deals. A couple weeks ago, it was the free bets they were giving out every single game. I took that because I lost that one, but I got my free bet back. Money-lined it on my Bengals. Bam. Turned that into 20 Next week, we're going to turn it into 40. All right. Super Bowl, we're going to turn it into $5 million. Let's go. I don't Let's know go. how that works. Probably 80. But um, <laughs> close. this is why you got to take advantage of these deals at DraftKings. Doing download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships. Get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And our DraftKings king of the game from this past weekend. <laughs> he was so good. He was so good. It's weird that his stats are 23 of 36. We're talking about Joe Burrow here. Because I cannot remember him having 13 incomplete passes in that game. I feel yeah. like he had three. And they were all drops. <laughs> I saw it earlier. On and, the or, or robbed by the NFL on the touchdown. It's true. There's one. Come on, that's ridiculous. Somebody compared him to McMahon early, very early on in the chat. Which McMahon? I, like I would think. Brady. Well, I think just in the gritty, grimy, like going personality to personality-wise, I could see it. I mean, they were doing that. and they were doing that who day chant in the in the locker room afterwards. There were some loud Bengals fans at that game, by the way. You heard it, yeah. You could hear the who day chants like throughout the game. The Bengals are fun. Joe Burrow is fun. Welcome aboard, guys. And just so cool, Joe (laughs) Shiesty. I mean, Matthew Gregory, cool dude. Hit the like. Hit the like button if you're borderline. If you're rooting for the Bengals this week over the Chiefs. Gonna get, I, I think we have. There's got to be some Chiefs fatigue out there. Don't put your computer away yet, buddy. You're still, you still got to read there. <laughs> oh yeah, that's correct. I do. I put, I put in the reads today too, because I and I gave myself this one because I love this read. Um, my, 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 my favorite. Thank you very much, Adam Hoke. Uh, hey, Foco, you make me look good, so I want to make you look good because I love my Foco. Best coverage of your favorite teams. You got to get the best sports gear. F-O-C-O, FOCO, let's go. They got you covered all over the city. Hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads. Could even upgrade Nicholas Moriano's wardrobe because FOCO is that good. Perfect gift for your football fan. FOCO's got you covered. Check out F-O-C-O.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use that promo code CHGO. You get yourself... 10% 10% off. F-O-C-O. Foco. Yes, sir, Matthew Gregory. My Foco for you right. and for me. Braggs is starting a campaign to root against Joe Burrow and the Bengals just because I like them. Seems Braggs like- is just always trying to get attention by just doing <laughs> things that are just incongruent <laughs> with the show. And it's quite uh. frankly getting, uh, um, you know, we're, we might have to have a discussion off the air about it. Someone said they can't stand... <laughs> The Bengals coach. 
What's wrong Zach with Zach Taylor? Zach Taylor's like the most innocent. Like he doesn't do anything. All yeah. he does is show up at bars after games and which hand out awesome. game balls, which is like the coolest thing any coach could ever do. That is so. Who cool. hates Zach Taylor? Who even cares about Zach Taylor? <laughs> That's kind of my <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think Zach Taylor's ever done a single thing to rub anybody the wrong way. No. Ever. I watched his post-game speech. Guys, we just whipped their ass on their home field. We're going to go do the same thing to Kansas City. I'm like, Harold's, yes, Zach Taylor, you go. Let's get it. Let's get Thank God that we're having – not thank God. That's a little too tall. But uh, I appreciate the fact that we're going to get to see a game on, on the Chiefs field versus a neutral field. Yeah, I do love that Joe Burrow. I think people underestimated, too, like how that would rub the Bengals the wrong way. The NFL is literally putting out a press release on Friday. We sold 50,000 tickets to a game that might not even happen. If you're the Bengals and you see that, like, wait a minute, the NFL's already bragging 50,000 tickets to a game we're not involved in? Let's go out there and let's... let's no, no wonder Joe Burrow after the game was like, better get those refunds. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a lesson in how life works. Wherever we can make the most money, that is what we are going to do forever and always. Even if we are a billion-dollar in industry and we all are skiing behind 17 yachts already, we want the 18th yacht. I get it, but I don't know. Turning the AFC and NFC championship games into, like, no. mini Super Bowls. No. I don't no. know. No, no, no. People overpay for – fans overpay for season tickets. The, the, the value of season tickets has gone in the toilet if you compare – because the only way to sell them nowadays, you got to sell them on the secondary market, and the secondary market takes a huge chunk of that. It is, it is, there is no value in season tickets. The value comes in the playoffs, and if you're going to rip away the NFC Championship, AFC Championship game from the, your most loyal fans – I mean, can you believe like, – Total you BS. Imagine, why would you do that? I, you know, yesterday was the uh, – uh, anniversary of the Saints Bears in uh, mm -hmm. 2006, or maybe that was Saturday. But like, can you imagine if that was not at Soldier Field? The snow coming down in the fourth quarter. Me meeting Ric Flair pregame on the sideline. Yeah, right. I, I mean, just, come on. Uh, just stop it, NFL. Yeah, just stop. All right. Uh, Chris, wow. Look at this super chat here from Chris. Do you remember how to pronounce his last name? Pegero. Pegero. Right. Isn't that what it was? Pegero. Pegaro. It's fun when I do it like that, though. That's, that's good uh, what up, Chris? It says, the reason I want Will Anderson so bad is because the interior defensive line for agency class is very strong. The edge class is not as strong. Even though Will Anderson is small, I believe he would be a good fit for this defense as a pure edge. Chris, let's have a conversation, me and you and, and Nicholas and and, uh, and and Adam, for a minute. Let's make it quick, dog, because okay. I got I to I gotta lunch. Okay. Quick. <laughs> There's a lot of edge uh, depth in this draft, for mm -hmm. one. True. And when you look at Anderson, do you not have at least a minor remembrance of Leonard Floyd and that size and it not working out until he got on a Rams defense that had all sorts of uh, guys taking attention so finally he could get to the quarterback? Because I'm having a little bit of that with Will Anderson. See, I think that speaks to the conversation we've had a few times, though, where it's like once you get past those first two picks – then your traits and uncertainty, and I think Will Anderson still applies under the Leonard know. Floyd. Or you see uh, Von Miller there, Carm. Okay, hey, yeah. there's there's, there's the discussion. The there's the discussion, Nick. Yep. Uh, ma maybe you do, but I I'm, I I I am having some Leonard myself. Chris, I like Chris's idea here. I All like right, it. last two super chats. There's three more. I'm cutting them off. 
This is the cutoff point. Uh, no, as the executive producer here, I would like more money. So please, I will. I'll <laughs> sit here all afternoon and do super chats. Well, I also we have a uh, a question that Greg Braggs has put in our own private Slack that oh. I'd like to bring on the oh, air. Oh, really? Because I think it. Well, let's get through these real fast. This is from Garrett Curtis. Thank you, Garrett. What's uh, up, Garrett? Four ninety nine. He says, if we trade down with the Seahawks or Texans, what are your thoughts on picking up JSN from Ohio State with the second first rounder? Like, so assuming you'd pick up a second first round pick Jackson there. Jackson Smith in Jigba. Jackson Smith, what is it? In Jigba? In Jobia? In Jigba. Awesome route runner would be a, a great addition to a Bears wide receiving core that really doesn't have many of those. So um, I'm good with JSN no matter what pick it is. Yeah. Well, not not, not one, one, but not yes. but anywhere in the second round, if he's still there. Sure. Take him. Interesting thought. Like it. Duke, back in here. The Duke! Oh, uh, we miss you, $10. Duke. Thank you, sir. Off-season question. Would you rather be pancaked slash piled on by three interior offensive linemen, or would you rather go head-on with a middle linebacker as you run through the A-gap? Oh, that sounds awful. Like you personally. Both. I mean... Oh. Um, I think... As someone whose back is broken, I'm going to go with neither. I mean... It, I don't know if that's a choice for me. I'll I'm, take the A-gap. It's, like, quicker. <laughs> you know it's just gonna happen. Smacked you're and done. done, and you're not, and like the other one. You're like, please get off me, please get off me, please get off me. I'm gonna die. Please get off me. I ran a drag route over the middle one time, and a middle linebacker knocked me out. Like I was concussed before. Like concussed for like a huge, huge thing. Yeah, I get it over pretty quickly. So I'll go with that one. Take on the middle linebacker, I guess. I like Duke hypotheticals. That could be a whole yeah, new thing. Yeah, that's 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 good. I don't know. What about you, Hogue? I don't what are you doing? Con- I don't want to get pancakes. Going to keep playing basketball, <laughs> I think. Although we almost rolled the ankle yesterday, that wasn't Ish. good. Had the old uh, Dak Prescott pass that went flying over my head, and I tried to change direction. CD Lamb, that thing. That that could have been it. That could have been it. So, at some point, there needs to be be some realization that uh, Hogue, you can't do that. I yeah. want to play. Or, or ligaments are going to start snapping I mean, real fast. I mean, tennis scored yesterday. I had shooting pain in my knee because I awkwardly stepped one time, which would never have happened 15 years ago. And I was playing doubles, which is more embarrassing. And the Carmen and Carmen brothers were back out there. My brother, good old Bruce Carmen, played number one at the University of Chicago back in the day. Wow. Really? Oh. Big time player. Carmen and Carmen reuniting. Lost. <laughs> Terrible feeling. At least you reunited. And I, I, you guys are like the Williams sisters, but yeah, the Harvard <laughs> brothers. I had an easy volley at the end of the first set that I dumped into the net, giving them the set. And he just looked at me. He's like, that's okay. I'm like, no, it isn't. That was terrible. And I really apologize. And you should get another Carmen out here because I just screwed us. Yoshino Sun 9. That's $5. <laughs> Thank you. Good move on. Uh, I live in KC and hate Chiefs fans. They're so cocky. Thank you wow. for the super chat. Thank you for they, the $5. They're in the AFC they, championship they, game. They've taken it. out a little bit of Patriot annoyance, the Chief fan. I don't know. Did you see the yeah. woman Especially that was Especially your, your buddy there, Nick Wright. Oh, torture. <laughs> Straight torture, Nick Wright, right now. Did, did you see the woman eating a baked potato, though, at the game? No. She, no. she pulled a baked potato out of her pocket and just started eating on it. And, then, and a Jags fan snapped a photo of her and threw it on Twitter. And then it turns out the baked potato eater was taking a photo of that Jags fan and blasted that guy on the Twitter. So it was pretty uh, pretty entertaining. How'd you guys miss this? Baked potato battle? Wait, yeah. was it actually baked or was it yeah. a whole potato that was not oh. cooked? Oh, no, it was a whole potato that was baked. Like People probably, are going to start probably recreating from the, that Probably now. from the lot, you know, and oh. brought it in. Weirdest food you've ever brought into a stadium tomorrow's show. 
baked potato? <laughs> That's weird. That is different. You can't really eat that. Like, I mean, if they sold it there, like a loaded baked potato, I would buy it. But you're just pulling would it you? out of the pocket? Yeah, I'd buy that. That sounds yeah. good. Sounds better than anything I got at Soldier Field. All right, so Greg Braggs Jr. Okay. Um, is asking me on Slack. I feel like this, uh, I, I think we should bring, we're going to let the people vote on this. Okay, so he's on Wednesday's show, and he's saying there's going to be snow, which I was not aware of. Thank God we're getting some snow. Uh, Don't say that. No, we need it. Depending on the roads, is it okay if I'm remote on Wednesday? What does the chat think about If they are drivable, I'll drive it. But just want a contingency plan. Mm. Where does Braggs come from? He comes from... I think Kentucky. Is it Kentucky? No, he lives in Indiana. (laughs) (laughs) He casually drives to Evansville the other day for a concert. That's not close. Is it in Maryville, Indiana? Tell me there's not a train from Maryville? Can't you get, get I don't know that there is. There's one that goes like on the shoreline of Lake Michigan, but I don't I think you need to drive to a train and come in. You are not allowed to just not come in because of there's snow. That's weak. Well, my first question is how much snow are we talking? One to three inches. That's I mean, right here. Chance of snow ninety percent. With one to three ten to inches? twenty mile per hour. Or yeah. I mean I think this is where we have a discussion of how sh- are you really Chicago or not? You know, because softest slack ever. I'm very disappointed. Right? That's one to three inches is a drive situation. Sorry, Greg. <laughs> I won't be in. I mean, I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking a train. I mean, Matt says math, uh, Bragg's safety is of utmost importance. It's true. Um, Daniel confirms there's no train from Maryville. Bragg's making it clear that he would not take a train regardless. Red snow, baby. <laughs> I'm not taking a train. What's wrong with a train? I took a train last week out to Hallis Hall. Nick picked me up. Hogue drove me back. Camaraderie. No one's going to drive Greg back. Though. But I'll drive him to the train. And that's true. I'll drive you back to the train, buddy. What percent of me should feel bad for bringing this to the air? Zero. Okay. This is a definite It, it was a time. valid question. And I, by the way, I... Trust me, I, oh boy. I'm not afraid to admit that I, I will in. look for excuses for a remote show anytime. But All right, forget it. I'm coming in, and now you regret that for the rest of your lives. I'm drinking a <laughs> gallon of brick juice. Oh, you guys are in for something on Wednesday. <laughs> Great. Robert says, I'm not taking a train is the least Chicago thing a person could claim. Yeah. <gasps> I'm with you. That's because he's an Indiana guy. Right, Bears fans, I'll from never take a train. <laughs> The Duke says, Braggs, <laughs> your butt better be in that seat on Wednesday. If the Duke <laughs> says it, yeah, I mean, like, he's the real boss here, for being honest. Yeah, it's true. So Duke has spoken. <laughs> I Duke love has it. spoken. <laughs> I mean, seriously, Braggs has got to go home today and look in the mirror and reconsider everything he just did. The last five minutes have just been shitting on Braggs. <laughs> yeah, oh. we got a couple more Super Chats. So let's uh, give Braggs a break here. This is another one from Chris Pagaro. Uh, four ninety nine. Thank you. He says, "Carm, was Leonard Floyd a two time Nagurski winner?" No. Hey, Chris, Chris, we're having a conversation, and I'm back at you with that with with that rebuttal. With a, you're correct, and maybe I have Leonard Floyd Bears drafting dreams that didn't work out reservations that I probably that maybe I need to get past and do some work in therapy with, which I'll consider for this week's session. Thank you. How's that? I'm Great. open to it. All right, and then a guy with a wonderful uh, 
wonderful YouTube handle, who I'm not going to say over the air. CBD, <laughs> yeah. Uh, $5, thank you. Bears have to spend a lot of money to hit the cap floor. Saquon makes a ton of sense. Imagine that running game. Yeah, that's why I said this last week. I, I think I'm against paying running backs in 9 out of 10 situations, but this might be the one. Mm-hmm. It's a good situation. You got to spend the, the money anyway. You need playmakers. He would be one of them. Was there one more or no? Oh. Well, uh, Daniel just, uh, he threw this out. Uh, he said, good job, guys. I hadn't listened for a while. Thanks for continuing, continuing to cover the Bears. Let's see the team get better. Bear down. Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate Thanks, you Daniel. being back here. And, um, you know. Tell a friend. Hit that like button right now. Hit that like. You Everybody. If you watch for at least three minutes, give us the like button. And uh, here's the uh, here's the fan in Kansas City. I don't know if you could see that very well. It says Casey fan eating a baked potato out of her pocket. That's uh, the person on Twitter that said there's, it. Oh, I see the I potato now by the phone. Oh, there's a potato. Oh, wow. So they're, they're going really straight hand potato. No fork. Wait, that's, not a, that's a baked potato? Yeah, see it right there? This looks like a potato. Yeah, but so now... Uh, then she responded, I caught you taking my photo as well, <laughs> but I enjoyed a baked potato and a win. How about you? Oh, I'm yeah. in hot. And then let me make sure that you see that. There is the potato right there. There's right. that potato. Mm. Well, shots of fires. Hot potato. <laughs> potato, baked potato. I put a potato in my pocket for the third quarter. I, I'm sorry, but like, it's, a, it's a great idea, right? You know, I mean, you're in the lot. There's potatoes on the grill. They're hot. It's cold out. You shove them in your pocket. Now you've got potatoes. Put a sandwich in your pocket. Also, are you you're keeping it warm? Are you putting potatoes on the tailgate grill? I I can't say I've ever had potatoes at the tailgate. I I mean, you know, if you're making some good barbecue, you you got some brisket. I don't know. I'm thinking of Kansas City. I'm hungry. And it is lunchtime. So let's uh, let's get out of here. All right, we're out of here. We're back back again tomorrow at noon, and keep it going. I don't have much more than that. Just hit the like button. Hit that like button. Oh, um, oh, you do have more. I do, real quick. And I want to make sure people listen to Jay Zawaski and uh, Greg's podcast. They did they did a special pod yesterday on, on Lynn Bramer, who all oh. of Chicago uh, suffered that loss yesterday. Our best friend in the world, right? And um, I think we all listened to Lynn. I had a chance to, you know, Having worked at the score, same family as XRT, uh, hang out with them a couple times at some holiday parties. Certainly am feeling for those at, you know, we have a lot of mutual friends that knew Lynn really well and were really hurting yesterday. So, um, you know, thoughts from all of us to Lynn's family uh, and all those that worked and knew him so well. When I was starting out, I was a part-time producer over there and, like, making six bucks an hour and answering the phones and all that stuff and, like, Lynn comes into the studio one day and introduces I whatever introduces himself I introduce whatever and from then on he always treated me like I was I don't know back in those days I was like I was Mike North and I was or I was Jiggins or I was McNeil or whatever he was he Lynn was such a quality great human being um, obviously great at his job but he but there's a reason why he's getting the love that he's getting um, well it wasn't just something he said on the radio he literally did treat everyone like his best friend it was it was unbelievable yeah so what's up man what's up car i'm like how do you even remember who the hell i like like you're just a you are awesome man so that was that was terrible to see and but the appreciation from him was also awesome to see so i mean he he resonated he was chicago 
Yes. You know, he would never be in Indiana refusing to take a trip. Never. <laughs> never. If we're being honest here. Yeah, I mean, he was. Lynn he Bray would go was. to Indiana for a show and then come back and do the morning show the next morning. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, but Zawaski, they uh, and Greg did a podcast. Make sure you check that out. Um, also, we've said this before on the show. The Bear, episode seven. Yeah. Might be the greatest TV oh. episode of anything ever made. But Amazing. it starts with Lynn Bramer. So another reason to go check that out True. because Lynn Bramer's off the top of that episode. Yeah. It's so good. Check it out. Amazing. Um, all right. Austin, appreciate the last minute super chat. We will address your question tomorrow. We are out of here. Noon tomorrow. We'll see you then.